We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. podcast where me nicole buyer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though you could come on the table scrape it off put it in a salt shaker and tell me it's extra salty salt (laughs) (laughs) i would still say "Ooh, i love you my guest today is a very funny comedian actress and writer her debut stand-up special the intruder is now streaming on hbo max and she's my very first returning guest on why won't you date me wait Actually, I think Sashir Zameda is the first. Sorry, she's the first returning guest if you don't count the live okay, shows. Okay, if you don't count the live shows, thank you, Mars. Don't cut that part out. I like hearing your voice. Okay, <laughs> um, if you don't count the live shows, this is my very first returning guest. Ooh, and I'm so excited. It's Asko Akuska. Wait, I didn't say your last name right. I didn't do it. You did. Asko, did I? Yeah, I, I was like... It's so stoked. Yeah, it was perfect. I mean, oh, but if thanks. you want to say it for the second time for fun. No, I don't. If you said I said it right. Because <laughs> I learned how to say your first name. It's not that hard. You just don't say the U and it's pretty phonetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but your last name, for whatever reason, I think it's maybe too many. I don't know. It scares me. It, no, it scares a lot of people. It's scared. Do you remember E.T. the ride at Universal Studios? <laughs> I sure no. What? So there was a ride for <laughs> E.T. Did they announce your name? At the end, E.T. says goodbye to everybody on the bikes. <gasps> There's three bikes. So it was me, my mom, and grandma. My grandma's name is Ying Shi Li. Mm-hmm. Ying Shi Li, Atsuko Okatsuka, and my mom just goes by Linda. <laughs> <laughs> And at the end, E.T. waves goodbye to you. And when I say our family broke E.T., okay? Goodbye, Linda. You know, it was like that. That's very, very funny. Well, it's, that ride is no longer with us that I know of. It's not? Yeah, that's that's maybe why you never got to ride it, Nicole. Okay, here's the thing. I don't really do amusement parks. Okay, that's cool. I like that. They just don't seem... Okay, so my whole thing about them is like, okay, so we all gather to be (laughs) outside to stand in line for a ride that you may or may not like, that Mm. may make you queasy, and then you have to pay $100 for fucking water, Mm -hmm. um, and then you have to eat nasty food. Although I will say, I went to Disney for my birthday. Okay. And... I had the best chicken fingers I've ever had in my whole life at the Toy Story fucking <laughs> space cafe or whatever. Uh, what? Yeah, I've never eaten at that space cafe, Toy Story space cafe or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I. some people 
are like restaurant like connoisseurs of Disneyland. You know, they go to mm-hmm. Disneyland just to eat. Some people like you can eat while people go on the Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. People make reservations to eat there. Wait, so, you can eat at Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes, you can sit by the waters where you you watch all the people on the boats and then you can, you know, have your first date or whatever or serve divorce papers. I feel like it's more of a serve... <laughs> <laughs> it's more of like a divorce divorcee vibe because it's in the dark. I Okay, here's the thing. If I were to get married and then get divorced, I would love to be served papers in a very public way. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, you're here to be seen. Yes. Kind of like how um, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis, how he served her papers while she was literally on stage at a work function. I live for it. I love it. Okay, how would you do it? Let's paint the picture. Okay, Nicole Byer, you were in love, but this man no longer for you. Not for me. He did something terrible, which was fall out of love with me. So I'm serving him papers wherever he's in public. If he goes to Starbucks every morning, (laughs) serve him at Starbucks. If he loves to go to museums on Saturdays, I'm serving him at the museum on Saturday. Of course. Yeah. Because then he has to agree, too. Because everyone is like, is that Nicole? (laughs) With papers? (laughs) Is that... Timothy Chalamet, her ex. I don't know. I don't know who you would be with. Imagine dating Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) He's too thin. I always think that too, where it's like, okay, little peanut brittle, like, you know. (laughs) Too small. I don't, okay. Too small. You can't help who you fall in love with. But like, I dated this dude who was so, he was so thin. Thin. Mm. And I recently like stumbled across him on Instagram and I was like, this is the man I was crying about. This like <laughs> string bean motherfucker who's just like teeny fucking tiny. <laughs> I could blow him over and he would I would just blow and he'd fall over. Why am I right. why am I like crying about him? <laughs> no, that's that's a good point. Just like, oh, somebody I could just you know and he's <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone yeah bye bye wait have you ever pined away for somebody pined away meaning like like cry over is that cry over sob over drive by their house late at night being like why won't you love me <laughs> yes my and i was with that person <laughs> yeah my my last ex boyfriend it was like that it was very dramatic i would drink and drive to go to the place I know he's at which is not his house like somebody Mm -hmm. else's house and I would like I remember you know seeing his getting out of my car seeing his license plate and then running over to it falling to the ground and crying and reaching for it I made sure my arm was outstretched in case he saw me like in case he Mm -hmm. came out isn't that that's so pathetic and he was also very small too oh a very small one was he tall and small or short and small? What's 5'10"? Five, 5'10 ten? <laughs> five, ten to me... Okay, here's something toxic. 5'10 to me is small, but I'm only 5'5", five, five, so that is taller than me. <laughs> yeah, So, but, you know, sometimes it's just like, you know what it was, the personality. Mm-hmm. How long were you with that person? Too long, seven years. <gasps> Seven years. Seven years. It was very toxic. He was like 12 years older than me. We met when I was 19, that kind of thing. And then. Wait, 19? That means 12 years, 29, 31? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 30. Oh. What did you talk about? I know, right? Well, you know, I feel like I. I kind of not an old. I hate saying old soul, but, you know, I was raised by my grandma, someone. 50 years older than me. So I could hang. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't like, ooh, skateboarding or whatever teenagers were. You know what I mean? Skateboarding, ooh, lollipops. It's like, oh, okay, I guess that's a child. Lollipops. <laughs> I was just naming items that I just seen on teenagers. But yeah, I wasn't just like, ooh, Hollister or whatever. You know, I was uh I would I would watch difficult movies to get through and stuff and be able to talk about it or whatever. And 
And so, but I think I was mostly trying to catch up to him because he was a filmmaker. He was my teacher. You know, all of it was toxic. Oh. That's how we met. I was his student in community college. Oh, no. Yeah. That's in. And then you were together for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. There, yes. That is a long time to stay in a relationship. Okay. Here's my thing. After you get out of a seven year long relationship, like, was it hard to open your heart up again? I can't even, I can't imagine being with somebody for seven years. Like, that's so long. I know. It is, <laughs> it is very long. But I think I was, like, already trying to move on while I was in the relationship. So it was actually not that hard, unfortunately, for him. <laughs> you know, like, I was able to <laughs> get over it. And I was like, I can finally have my slut phase, you know? I went wild. I tore up so many cities. I was like, okay, I need to stop before I get pregnant you know it was it was like that Ooh. everyone i met wait everyone you met you were just fucking yeah everyone i was like if if they were down <laughs> too i was like yes i don't care i don't think i've ever had like a real hoe phase it's hard for me to gather dicks it's mm. very hard um i've for the last five years have been begging for dicks publicly <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> but also you have self-love. You know, I know you would... Do I? <laughs> Maybe it's some standards too. You're also like, you're also not just like closing your eyes and throwing a rock, whoever it hits. You know what I mean? You're not doing that. That's what I was doing. Uh, you like? I mean, I try and I gotta say... You can have no standards, and then the world will have standards, and the world will be like, no, ma'am, I do not want this. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, slut phases are so overrated. It's, like, really toxic. You're drunk all the time. You can't mm -hmm. remember where you were, you know. I will say I never got sick during that time, which is wild. Uh, like, I remember... Mm -hmm hooking up with somebody in a dance club in the bathroom and we were rolling around on the dance floor in the bathroom f uh, floor oh disgusting right just making out oh. eating each other out it was, right it was gross <laughs> i know it was so gross Wait. in the bathroom of a club you're just eating each other out <laughs> in new york yes you know, okay. That's what I'm saying. It's like not all that great, but I didn't get sick. And so and I, and I was like, I didn't get sick for like a whole year after that. And I was like, is that how the vaccines work? You know, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's what the vaccine is. They roll specimens around on the floor of a, uh, of a bathroom in a dance club and then they inject you with it. That's the vaccine that the conservatives are afraid of. <laughs> well, it, it can't. I can't help but wonder, it did make me stronger, all those germs at once. Mm-hmm. You know? Honestly, I do think they maybe made you stronger. I don't know. I, I'm very much like, I love wearing a mask because people are fucking nasty. Mm -hmm. But then that's how you build your immune system up. Nasty people who don't wash their hands. I was watching a clip of this podcast. I can't remember. It's like two women from Boston. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I don't wash my hands every time I use the bathroom. That's like insane. And I was like, what? <laughs> and another one's like, yeah, I mean, if I dump one out, then I'll wash my hands. And I was like, Ew, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all are nasty. <laughs> I gotta say, Nicole, I love the things you consume, like the things you watch. I mean, last time we were talking on your podcast, you mentioned a boy who had like 65 teeth in his mouth or something. And I was like, where do you read this stuff? It's just like on your alerts. The, listen, my internet is very fun and curated for me. <laughs> here is the weirdest shit you could ever want. I don't know. It was on my Explore page on Instagram. And I was like, why does Instagram think I want to listen to nasty white women talk about how they don't wipe or fucking wash their hands? <laughs> well, because you mentioned it. Yeah. And because you did watch it, that's going to be more of your... Yeah, Instagram's like this is what you wanna. This is what you wanna watch. Let's go. I have a question. Okay, how did your parents meet? Wait, how did you meet your husband? I feel like you said this on the last last time you were on, but just refresh me and the audience. Of course, yeah, we met through a mutual friend who uh, was making like a short film at the time, mm -hmm. and I was helping to produce it. And Ryan, my husband, was acting in it, and. 
oh yes 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 mm-hmm. i remember and then you guys just like fell in love how long ago was that how long have you been together we've been together the same amount of years that me and my ex were seven years <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my favorite number <laughs> uh-oh ryan watch out <laughs> um how did your parents meet my parents met on this dating game show ish thing in japan that my grandma, my grandma signed my mom up for it. They were living in Taiwan. My grandma saw it in the trades and was like, you need a husband. You're 33. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. You need a husband. You're 33. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Your grandmother would be like, you've been need a husband, Nicole. <laughs> You're almost 40. <laughs> she, she doesn't think that way anymore because I think the experience made my grandma realize traditional ways really messed up a lot of our family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and, yeah. and because she wanted to be traditional about shit, like being like, my daughter, mm-hmm. she's 33 and single, a loser. She did an unconventional thing. What the fuck? Dating game show? You know what I mean? That's That's not traditional. That's not normal. It's not normal and it's not traditional. But then your parents, how long did they stay together? Barely. Like just, they, they stayed long enough to have me. So like a year... Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think they got straight to like impregnate, you know, and then literally uh, (laughs) she was pregnant, had me and then they got divorced soon after that. And so, yeah, in a weird way, it's like screw traditional values, because when you rush into things, when you obsess about like traditional marriage, hurry, get married. It's like you can you can screw it up. You can be like, oh, that doesn't work for reasons. You know, there's different ways of doing love now or some people don't even need romance, a romantic partner, you know, but you do need friends. Yeah, I got enough friends. I do think I need, well, I don't think I need a romantic partner. I just think I want one. I think it would just be nice to come home to somebody. Mm, mm-hmm. And be like, and, and do the little kissies. I would love to do little kissies. Hi, I had a bad day at work. <laughs> Did you make dinner? i i think i got married because i just wanted like a best friend you know Mm -hmm. yeah where i'm like people think it's gross that we do everything together i'm like i think it's awesome you know (laughs) it's because we're kids like we're childlike you know and so it's Mm -hmm. like um we just didn't want the responsibility of having to do things alone like well, I just realized, I, I asked Ryan the other day how to turn on the washing machine. And mm-hmm. that's when that's how he realized that he'd been doing the laundry all these years. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear, Nicole, I was shocked too. In turn, I was shocked too, where I was like, whoa, it has been you like this whole time. <laughs> it has been you this whole time. Wait, that's so funny that you didn't know how to turn on your washing machine. You know when you've watched someone else do stuff, you think uh-huh. you did it too? Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Sometimes I'll like go off about a recipe that I cooked one time, but I'm like, oh no, that was just like Top Chef. Like I just watched that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's, wait, so you do everything with your husband? We do, yeah, he tours with me. I'm such a Dits, I'm such a, I'm so clumsy. Is it clumsy when you like trip easy and stuff? That's, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that's me. I could be dead in a ditch if I don't have like someone being like, hey, look out, you know, Um, (laughs) keep your eyes open. So he tours with you. He, like, what else do you guys do together? Like, you literally do every single thing together. You, like, wake up together, you go get <laughs> breakfast together, you get lunch together, you work out together. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I do my dance workout videos on my own. But I did think about getting, like, a. this is how sick I am, how sick we are. I, th- I thought, okay, what if I get a tandem bike? You know, those bikes with two seats on it? So if I'm, exor- <laughs> if uh-huh. I'm exercising, he's exercising, you know? If I'm biking, he's biking. Mm-hmm. We're going to the same. So everyone knows we're together. <laughs> I'm sick in the head like that. <laughs> That's not that sick. I think some couples are good like that. Yeah, yeah. Where we don't have us. And some couples need a little bit of space. I'm very curious about this, like, always together. Do you ever just, like, wrap your arms and legs around him and then say, I'm never letting you go? 
I guess I've never said those exact words. <laughs> I love that. I think that's that's what you should. You know, it's a very Nicole. It was so cute hearing it, and I maybe I will say it tonight. I'll say it tonight. I'm never letting you go. That might scare a person. I never say things like that. I just always、mm. go, "Gosh, isn't it so cool? We get to do everything together." I make it sound like that, so it's not as scary sounding. <laughs> Wait, does Ryan has a job, right? He works with me now, so oh, I love this. <laughs> you are the corporation. Yes, he is an employee of the corporation. Yes, he, yeah, he. So he's sort of like my tour manager. He's pretty much my tour、mm-hmm. manager, and he does all my socials. For example, all the pictures, videos. That's all him shooting it. Um,、oh. he'll do like graphic design work because he's an artist too. So he's able to like,、mm-hmm. you know, do the creative stuff. Yeah. So more things we're doing together.、Mm-hmm. I really do love this, and you never get sick of each other. We we don't. I mean, of course, he'll play like his video games, and then I'll be like writing my jokes or something. Um, but yeah, I I don't. I think it's because we're fun first. You know, we're not. We're not、mm-hmm. like、um, trying to figure out something difficult, or we need to have this talk. It's always like, if we do have to have a talk about something that's more intense,、um, we 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 make sure to get through it, and then we always have something fun that we do afterwards or something to reward ourselves. Like again, we're very childlike. This sounds adorable, and I'm really jealous of your relationship. And I feel like I can openly say that, and it doesn't sound hateful. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I want that. We'll get you that. How? Where? When? <laughs> fun first. You're so fun, Nicole, and so another fun person who will value that over. Anything in a relationship, it's not like I want someone who、uh, loves their career and is ambitious. Like, sure, all those things, but I think like the the thing that really, because you value fun. Yeah, I love teehee-heeing and having a nice time. It would truly be a dream to meet someone who is just like responsible, has a career, but like. Is just like down to clown, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally, totally. And so, that's that's out there. I mean, where do you usually meet people? This is the thing. I have no idea how to meet people in person anymore. I've been out to the bars, not recently, because she has COVID. <laughs> but um, I went to a bar recently, and I was like, I don't know how to hit on people anymore. And then also, I'm getting older, and I don't know how old anybody is anymore. <laughs> And I'm like, is this person very young? I can't fucking tell. And then, what do I say to this young man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Granny wants your penis. Like, what do I say? I don't know. I'm getting old.、Um, and then I'm on the fucking apps, and they're all awful. I think I've just really hit a wall, and I can't. Figure out <laughs> how to find anybody. I'm on Raya. Nobody wants me on Raya. Oh, Raya is overrated, though, isn't it? You know what? I wouldn't know because <laughs> nobody wants me on it. Hinge is really dried up.、Uh, people are asking to pee on me on mm-hmm, Tinder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is awful, and I hate it so much. I think my only hope is to be hooked up with somebody that somebody knows. I don't know. Atsuko, do you know anybody? Do you have anybody? It's so sad. Does Ryan know、It's、anybody? It's so sad. All I know are comedians, you know, because it is hard to just generally meet new people as adults.、Mm-hmm. You know, it's all work based. You're working all the time. You're always on set. You're always doing a podcast. You're always doing shows. You're always touring. So it's gonna be like, I guess you date your assistant, you know, <laughs> or. I guess I don't think she would like that very much. I think she'd be like, "This was not in the job description. I certainly don't want this." And so it it is tough. But I do really I loved your、um, your pickup line. Hey, it's Granny. <laughs> granny wants your penis. See, that made me laugh. That was that would make a per- him laugh too. Whoever it is. <sighs> and then and then boom. 
you know, or like, it, yeah, he would, he would be like, what? That was the weirdest thing anyone's ever said to me. And that is the <laughs> nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. And then, boom, you're making out, you're rolling on the ground in the nightclub. Oh, I would love to make out with somebody. That sounds so delicious. <laughs> And it's, <laughs> yeah, well, once you wait out your quarantine period, you can get back to doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going crazy. I'm just inside alone. I know. It's like, <laughs> girl, it's okay. This is the period where you can like, ooh, it's so fun to like, what is it? Muster up horny energy too. It's like, okay, I can't leave the house for, I don't know, 10 days or whatever, right? And so like, uh-huh. <laughs> to explode with this horniness and then you can finally leave you've tested negative boom the doors open <laughs> who <laughs> but who am i fucking where am i relieving my horniness that's the biggest question there is nobody have you ever dated someone where you were friends with them first i've i can't imagine doing that but i know a lot of people do that a lot of people do do that and i have never done that i've hooked up with people become friends with them continue to hook up with Mm -hmm. them but like it's never blossomed into a friendship or like a relationship and yeah i've never been like friendly with like just friends and then been like let's date yeah that seems wild because i feel like it's like you're you romantically get involved and then you become friends? Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. That's not even like the connection you connected on initially, right? Yeah. So, But even having a friend that you can have sex with sometimes, that's really impressive. That's so cool. Like, that's really impressive to me because... Because what, like, so while you're hooking up, you're still friends? Or do you you try not to talk like friends while you're hooking up? Do you role play suddenly? No. So you like, I've never been like, like a texting, like where we text all the time and like hang out all the time, hook up. It's like, oh, we're like friends and we sometimes end up at the same place together and then we'll leave that place together and mm-hmm. hook up. But like, we're not like, ooh, let's hang out on Friday and then end up hooking up. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like, we may end up at the same place. We know each other. We run in the same crowd. And then sometimes we just go home together. That's fun. I don't That's know. fun. And then it is because, well, and then so after you hook up, like, you know, you go, okay, back to, you know, see you again, maybe at another function kind of. Is, is that how you <laughs> say goodbye? I don't know. I mean, I think you just you just say goodbye. You're just like, all right, see you around. That's so adult. Like, you are so adult. I love that. Oh my God, thank you so much. Nobody ever calls me an adult. That was kind. Wait, on that note, let's take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, beep, boop, 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 boop. We're back. Hi. Hi. No, you're a very <laughs> playful adult. But like, honestly, I always think like being single and having to date around, that's way more adult than being married. Getting married is the childlike thing to do. And I really believe it. I would love to be a child. I just really, <laughs> I just want your relationship. That's all I want. I want somebody who loves me a bunch and wants to be with me all the time and do the things I want to do um, and like love me or whatever. Do people ever approach you to be their third? <laughs> all the time. Oh my God. And it's like, do do you, do people ask you to be their third? People ask us if they can be our third. Yes, they do ask oh. that. And have you ever taken anybody up on it? Well, we've discussed it, you know, where we were like, what would that look like if we, you know, expanded our relationship and, you know, there was a third and he was like, well, what would you want in a third, you know? And I was like, well, maybe like they, when we wake up, they have coffee made for us and maybe, <laughs> maybe they can, you know, help with the laundry and, and then Ryan, so you want a housekeeper, you yeah. want a maid. Ryan goes, I, you're describing an assistant. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, then maybe like that. Yeah, I don't I don't need to expand my mind and my mem and like push my memory to the limit. Like, you know, dating a third person, you just have to like there's more energy and brain space you have to and heart space. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. Remember their diet. Remember their interests and thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I barely remember what I like. <laughs> Let alone a second person and then a third person. Yes. So that's a lot. So no, we haven't taken someone up. But but we've, you know, we've dabbled in like, ooh, let's see what this like weird swing party is like in San Diego. Mm -hmm. You know, we've we've gone to just look at what Republicans are up to. Cause honestly, the swing party world <laughs> swing party world is like Republicans. Is it? Yeah. Interesting that I feel like, okay, so swinging is Republicans and orgies are Democrats. Yes, yes. <laughs> being poly, being poly is Democrats. Calling yourself a swinger, that's very straight, very traditional. Yes. It's just like... And it's like, I only swing my wife around, <laughs> and then I sleep with other women, and there's, that's it! Yeah. Ah, I can't do anything else to do, get that penis away! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they don't want their penis to touch another one at all, you know, let alone be too close to one. Yeah, it's very it's very conservative. <laughs> it's It was very funny to watch, and they have these rules where it's very, like, gendered, you know, you know, like the men, mm -hmm. the men have to come completely naked. You know, shoes are allowed, you know, but the women have to be in <laughs> sexy lingerie, you know. And so, so right. Wait, that is hilarious that men have to be naked and shooed. And then the women have to be in lingerie. It's so dumb. It's like, why does that make that more man man? You know what I mean? It just looks silly. All these naked dudes with sneakers on. 
you know? <laughs> and I'm just like envisioning new balances. Like, it was. like some real dad fucking shoes. It was because you also, you know, are kind of walking around a lot. So, and, and <laughs> mingle, you know, moving. Maybe you'll be doing some physical stuff. So mm-hmm. it was just so silly. <laughs> That's fun. I really love that you've done that. I see. I would love a partner to just like explore weird shit with. I want a sex positive partner who's down to clown and just like tall, <laughs> <laughs> above five ten, as we discovered. Above five ten, because <laughs> five ten is small. <laughs> I think five ten is small, even though I am only five five. But I don't read five five. Mm-hmm. When I sit down, I seem taller because my butt is so fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> so you want someone you can sit next to someone who i can sit next to and they're still taller than mm-hmm. me which is i think a hard a hard slice of pie to serve i don't know Ooh. they just made up a phrase uh, i love that colloquialism <laughs> i'm gonna be throwing it around <laughs> and you best believe tonight when i role play with ryan i'm gonna be starting with <laughs> Granny wants your penis. I'm gonna try that on him. <laughs> Wait, do you guys role play? We did role play, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic a lot, um, but Ooh. but actually not sexually. We would, <laughs> <laughs> we would, yeah, we would be like, oh, hey, you know, we would like pretend there were other people around. We would pretend that like. In our backyard, when we entered our backyard, it was a bar, and we would like mm-hmm. we would get. It was it was actually sad. We we realized we just missed our friends, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then when we do do it in bed, it's a lot of him. It, it's up to him, so it's kind of not fair. Where he has to, he's like a one man improv team, and he <laughs> <laughs> he kind of he plays different people for me, which is so sweet. Oh. Yeah. That is very sweet. And they all tag team me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's very, very kind. Up <laughs> oh, here's a fireman. Up oh, here's a paramedic. Yes. Up oh, here's a nurse. Up oh, here's a garbage man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Nicole, that is so funny because <laughs> you're just naming like different occupations. And <laughs> and that's how Ryan was doing it too. And so I had to stop him to be like, hey, I can just like just be a different voice like you don't have to because he kept it, he, he kept reintroducing himself he'd be like hey it's it's carl the truck driver <laughs> or and then he'd you know be we'd be having sex and then and then he'd be like oh i gotta go oh hey it's jean pierre the train driver <laughs> or whatever and i'm like why do you name the occupation i don't give a fuck where you work I just want to know I'm gang bang gang banged by ten people. That's really sweet. But that was your inkling too. Your inkling was to name all these occupations. Hey, I'm a firefighter. <laughs> Hi, I work at McDonald's. Would you like me to enter you? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't give a fuck where you work. That's funny. That's <laughs> sweet. I your whole relationship is making me. Horny for love. When who said I love you first? I did because I'm a chaos factory. Like a month in, okay. <laughs> yeah. A month in, you said I love you. Yeah, yeah. And then did he say I love you back? He was very, very sweet about it because he wasn't ready to say it, but he didn't want me to feel hurt. So he said, he said, um, I hear you and thank you so much, and I'm feel I I like you so much and I love hanging out with you and I can feel in my heart that I'm also getting there too with you or something like that so very mature that is very sweet you know instead of being like lol (laughs) 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 lol my dude (laughs) yeah totally because that's easy to do I would you know it's easy to like not want to address something that you want to meet the person halfway. So, God, that's so nice. I want to meet someone who's nice like that, where I'm like, leap, leap, loop, it's been a month and I love you, be with me forever. And they don't just go, oh my God, you fucking weirdo. But I don't know. I don't think I've really loved anyone that I've dated. Well, no, I did love this one guy. Mm-hmm. We dated on and off for like three years. It was 
so fucking toxic. No. But like, I, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't in love with him. Mm. But I think I was in love with what like could have been. I was like, this could be a nice normal relationship if you like went to therapy and like <laughs> acted uh, like a whole different person and were like kinder and not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there was just a lot that you were have to keep afloat and like get jump over. There were so many hurdles, it sounds mm-hmm. like. But three years is a long time. So you do want it to work and have it be the thing. Yeah. I mean, it was more off than on. But when it was on, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Wait, Atsuko, you just recorded your HBO hour. I did. I did. And you... and Go ahead. Yes. No, I was going to say, you're the second Asian... American? Yes. Are you Asian American? Yeah, Asian American female stand-up. Yeah. Since Margaret Cho to do HBO Hour, right? Yes, yeah. That's incredible. That's, I mean, it's also, okay, I don't want to take away from (laughs) how incredible that is for you, but I will say it is so insane that it took so long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's years, years in between the two of you. 22 years. Mm-hmm. That's wild. <laughs> That's so nuts. But I'm so happy it's you because you're so funny and so wonderful. And you once did monologues at like an improv show that I did. <laughs> and you were just so effortlessly funny. <laughs> and everyone after the show was just like, God, she's so funny. It was like hard to like make her funny stories like funny via <laughs> improv. But yeah, you're the best. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy for you. How was it shooting it? Thank you, Nicole. That means so much coming from you. You're an inspiration. You are in the thank you credits, like I said, because of <laughs> everything, you know, all that. You're you're all that and more to me, too. And you helped me pick out my nail color that uh, is prominently featured in the special. And so <laughs> it's a neon yellow. I was going to go with green and that would be very different, honestly, because my ears... Well, you said you were wearing blue. So I was like, what's going to pop with blue? I think this neon green is going to be cute. And then I did see pictures and it does look really good. Yeah. And my earrings are neon yellow too. So it's like, what was mm-hmm. I thinking? Of course, listen to Nicole. Always listen to Nicole. And... The taping was awesome, but looking back at it, and I'll be honest now, but I full on had a cold the day of the taping. Oh, you did? Yeah, but I was in denial because, you know, I had worked so hard for this moment. And all these people flew mm-hmm. out to New York to to the crew and my director, Tig, and everyone was there, you know, and I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So I, I just was like, oh, I think I just have a headache. I think, you know, I have the chills because, you know, it's New York. It's so chilly. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have COVID. COVID is what shuts down mm-hmm. productions, right? Um, but you, you know, you we all know you you can have monkeypox or the flu, and the production will still go on. <laughs> and they're just like, we don't give a shit. <laughs> we don't have rules for that. We haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> uh, and so, but you know. <sighs> Yeah, I so I did the first taping. It was great. I had adrenaline. I was on a bunch of Tylenols and a bunch of cold medicine by then. Mm-hmm. But then the, by the second show, like halfway in, I was like telling jokes. I was moving around and it hit me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm really, really sick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so if you watch the special, you'll most of I used most of the first show. You you because we were talking and you were like, you might end up using a lot of your second show, right? Mm-hmm. I did the opposite because you know my body was slowly like getting sicker. Your body shut down during the second show. Yeah, it was like, bitch, you have a you know cold, and mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and so there are moments we had to take out some of my sniffles, too. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is one of those things where you're like, I just got to get it done, which is toxic. But also, <laughs> I don't know how else you do it. For sure, yeah. And, you know, in retrospect, yeah, I would have been more more honest, but... I, you know, I, I was like, I stayed masked, masked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Besides, I was on stage, and then once I got off, I put my mask back on too. But yeah, it's it's wild. It's that like hustle mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you feel like, oh gosh, like I'm just the second one. You know, of Asian American female standups on HBO. Like I can't shut. I can't let production. I can't fuck up now. I can't mm-hmm. screw this up. You know, I want to like uphold it, and I, uh, I want the third person to have their special. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know when we can reshoot. They, 
the turnaround for this is two months, you know? And so it was, it's, it's a lot. And I think what you were saying, you know, it's culminated into this. It's so wild, Nicole, don't you think that like, we know so many people who were the first yes. to do stuff in the comedy world. Yes. And it's like, and it's like comedy has been around for a while. The industry has been around for a while. And it's so wild when it's like, Oh, the, th- the second black woman to do this or the first black person or the first Asian American or the first Indian American. And it's like, what, why, why are these platitudes still happening? Like we should, it should just be, everybody gets shit. It's wild. It's, it's <laughs> truly wild to me. Yeah. And how, you know, and then we have to also stay on top of it and insane mm-hmm. and, and nice because I want to be nice, but it's, it's hard because it, it is a lot. It's like, okay, don't screw this up. Okay. Okay. So here I am doing a special, uh, with a cold, you know, mm-hmm. because I want the third person to get the special and I want this to do good. So I like pushed myself. And then, the, you know, the next day I was hungover. I was like, I might die. I think I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I might just really pass away. <laughs> yeah, I had this like crazy cold and then I drank the night, you know, because I was so excited mm-hmm. that I got through. I did it. And then, yeah, I was like, the next day I was like, I think I've like, I've cut my life short by like 20 years trying to be the sec- <laughs> second Asian American female stand up to do an HBO special. And, you know, Margaret is like sober now. Like the industry was not easy on her too. She had an no. eating disorder, all these things, you know, to, for what? So, like, I watched her show, All America Girl. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. And then reading articles about it afterwards where they were like, you're too fat, this, that, and the other. And I was like, too fat? Mm-hmm. I think you all were just confused by a round face because round face does not beget fat body. Like, some people just have round faces. And then also, yeah. I was like, she was a little bit bigger than other people. But, like, I loved that. Like, I loved seeing someone who looked kind of like me. They put so much pressure on the first, you know, it's like, well, Mm -hmm. I mean, do we want this to be the first impression? It's like, screw you. They were going to make her audition. They, you know, they made her like have to prove herself to play her own part. And it's like, wait, they made her audition for that. Wait, maybe I did know that. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I think. Yes, I believe that was the case. And then they said, lose weight if you want to keep the role, too. Oh, boy. It's very fucking rude. Oh, like a pomegranate diet where she was only eating pomegranates or something. <clears throat> she went through stuff like that. And that, um, I don't know if you eat pomegranates. I don't know if you're a pomegranate fan. I'm not I, many people. I don't think I've ever had one. <laughs> yeah, those things give you the shits. Like, all, like that's why you would lose weight because you just immediately, if you eat like two, you know, you're on the toilet. Really? Mm-hmm. How wild. I did not know that. I did not know it was nature's laxative. (laughs) Yeah. But my point is like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of pressure, but you know, she's, she has such levity about it Mm -hmm. and grace about it. Because when I asked, you know, I did a video with her talking about this. And then Mm -hmm. when I said, Margaret, do you have any advice for the third person? She goes, we're antiperspirant, you know? (laughs) <laughs> Please don't forget to wear antiperspirant the day of your taping because I can see the sweat stains that go all the way down to like my hips still mm-hmm. 22 years later in that special. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so funny. That's so cool that like you didn't make it about a negative experience. She was still like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I do like when people can stay positive about something that wasn't all the way positive but i don't mean like toxic positivity like i think it's good to talk about like what Mm -hmm. went terribly but it's like well don't put the trauma that you went through on the third person do you know what i mean Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. let's keep it nice and light for them so they can have their own experience and their experience isn't colored by maybe like what you went through Mm -hmm. um real quick we gotta take a break Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. 
The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So you went to Edinburgh and toured The Intruder. I did. At Edinburgh, you have to do what, like 30 fucking shows? or Yeah. How many shows do you do? Yeah, I ended up doing 26 shows in a row. Yeah. And I was I did 12 before that. I, I had been doing a, like a bunch of runs of it and the all the JFLs, which is the comedy mm-hmm. festival that happens in Canada. And um, sorry, that was for your listeners, not telling you oh, listen, what that is. I <laughs> know what JFL is. I knew you were explaining it for the listener. No, I'm kidding. It's whatever. <laughs> and so, but at Scotland, Edinburgh is so, is so intense. I had two mental breakdowns. I wouldn't recommend it, honestly, for, um, well, especially, yeah. Is it back to back? Is it 26 days back to back doing the show? Back to back doing the show, rewriting it as you workshop it every time. I did a different version of it every day. You don't have to do it that way, but that's how I did it. I don't think I could do that. That's wild. Yeah, it is. And you're performing to Scottish farmers most of the time, and they're just (laughs) staring at you. Did they laugh? Did they like, were they into it? They treated it like I was doing a tragic play or something. Oh like, no! I'm I I swear I'm up there. I'm, I'm just like I swear this is a joke, and then they're just like <laughs> staring at me like I'm a witch. Oh no! Because you know? <laughs> also they have. They're kind of a little backwards still, you know. They're mm. unlucky if they've even heard of Ali Wong. So let alone see my bowl cut. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Doing stand-up in the UK, that's not really something they're, they're not used to. My bowl cut in the UK, they they mostly seen it on white men, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who I saw it mostly on, like people who were trying to look like the Beatles or whatever still. When did you come to decide that you wanted to have a signature bowl cut? I think three years ago. Three. It's pretty new, actually. I feel and, like I've only known you. I guess I've only really known you for three years. Okay, maybe four years. I've had it like four years. Yeah, we. Yeah, I guess we've really only known each other for four years since Let's Go Ots Go, and you came on to do mm-hmm. the show, and you were the reigning champion. That show was so much fun. <laughs> it was so fun. And then, so we were trying to you know make it a tv show so Mm -hmm. but quibby uh, it was quibby so you know quibby quibby gone before it came (laughs) goodbye quibby (laughs) but what this day was my haircut so um and i do like it wait so tell me about these two mental breakdowns were they terrible mental breakdowns (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, or I was say one, it was like a good one. <laughs> oh, you know, one was lighter than the other one, <laughs> only because it was the second one. And you feel like after, you know, it was just, you know, it was just like I felt like I was uh, sort of trapped and I... Um, 
it didn't make sense for me to be there. I was like, I could just be touring this to my fans in the mm-hmm. States or something or in Canada, North America, instead of people who just buy bundles of tickets to a bunch of shows at mm-hmm. Edinburgh Fringe. So they're just like, you know, we love that it's cheap to watch anything here. It's not a comedy festival. So people are watching a ventriloquist before you or maybe mm. um, maybe a tragic play or a solo show about surviving cancer. And then, and then they might see your show. By now, they're super drunk, you know, and, you know, and you're doing stand-up for an hour. And maybe mm-hmm. they're not into that. And so, um, yeah, it was just a, it was just a lot. And so I... And I never cry, but I broke down and cried, and I couldn't sleep at night. And Ryan oh, no. would have to, Ryan would have to console me, and Aww. he would sing to me, Aww. so that I could sleep, so that I could feel like, yeah, I wasn't trapped in this country with shitty food, too. On top of that, Scotland has bad food. Oh my gosh, it's how, how do you fuck up a hamburger? I. <laughs> I don't know, but they did that. They did that. Rock hard. Rock hard? Rock hard me. And they're like, oh, we have to cook it through, you know, because uh, mad cow disease. I was like, You're, why did everyone concerned about like diseases from like the 1600s, you know? <laughs> I've never been to Scotland. I do want to go because I do want to pick up a nice little Scottish boy and bring him home with me. Uh, yes. I think... I think my best bet to finding someone is importing them. I mm. I feel like, because sometimes I'll swipe on the apps and I'll be like, well, I've come to the end. Uh, we're now repeating <laughs> people. Um, so I guess I got to leave the fucking country to find somebody. That's brilliant. Why won't you date me? International se- season. <laughs> oh my yes. God. Where I just go around and I'm like, all right, Scottish man, why wouldn't you <laughs> fucking date me? And he's like, right, it's hard to date. <laughs> you are not a girl for me. <laughs> <It's Irish. laughs> oh my God. That's a really good, from what I know, that's a great impression. I thought, I thought I was talking to Seamus, not Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. So you met your husband in person. What advice do you have for me and our other single people listening on how to talk to people in person and how to meet my the love of my life in person? Oh my gosh. I think if you just unapologetically be you and the fun, loving self that you are, which is why everyone's drawn to you, that's truly all you need to do. You... You know what? You don't go and approach anyone. Let them come to you. Because oh, Lord, let them <laughs> come to me. I'll be waiting for an eternity. <laughs> You're wild. No, no, no. On your, you, no. They, they will come. But you know, you can try putting yourself out there. But also, don't just no, no self judgment. You like, you did good. No matter what you, what comes out of your mouth as the first line, because it'll always be funny and so great. Because you're Nicole. Okay, and, and to everyone listening, same thing. But here's the thing. I keep reading that men do not like funny women. But that's not true. Your husband loves a funny woman because you're so funny. Yeah, yeah. Just that's why I like go for people who, uh, who, you know, prioritize that. Like looking at the looking for the levity and things, you know, someone who does like have a sense of humor. I think that's very important. Does Ryan have any siblings, any brothers? He has two, <laughs> he has two brothers that are very different and they How are How old are they? <laughs> they are they are in their 40s. They're in their 40s. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah, are they yeah. single? <laughs> I, Nicole, I don't. You look so happy and excited. How am I going to answer? They're they're married with kids. Okay. Wow. She thought she had an in. She thought something might happen. She thought she might be sister-in-laws with a friend. And the answer is no, thank you, Nicole. You can't have this either. <laughs> Oh my god, it was so heartbreaking. I couldn't even answer. It's okay. Does Ryan he does does he have any friends? All his friends are now my friends now too. <laughs> so <sighs> Yeah. 
Well, maybe, yeah, I mean, look, we're always on the lookout, you know us. And girl, last time I saw you, when you came to my show, you you had a a friend, a boy. And that went bye-bye. Yeah, but I was like, at the moment, I was I was still happy for you. Yeah, but you know, things come and go. They come very fast and they go equally as fast. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, ask Ryan if he knows anybody and then you rack your brain and you try to think of if you know anyone for me because she's looking. Nicole, when you say it like that, my God, yes. I'm oh, right after we get off from here, I'm I'm out in the street screaming. I'm gonna <laughs> I have I'm gonna have printed pictures of you. And people are gonna and people are gonna know that oh my god, I love Nicole. Yeah, but- they're gonna be like, is she missing? Why do you have printed pictures of her? <laughs> <laughs> is she okay? You're like, yes, she's just still looking for someone to love. Do you think that'll make you look good at all that like I'm out there doing that or no? I think you'll make me look great. I think uh, when people start like really helping me and putting my face out there for the people, I think that's going to be really helpful. (laughs) And I think it's going to be a useful return in people being like, yeah, I like this piece of paper of this woman. I'm going to date her. (laughs) Piece of paper. Oh, my God. You are art. I picture an art gallery like an art show where it's why won't you why won't you date me it's you right and it's there's there's printed pictures of you like uh-huh. I, was, I was passing out in the streets descriptions of why nicole is the best and written on the walls like they do for art because you are art and video projections of you just you know, being you at uh, pole dancing class, you, you know, Ooh. out and about in the streets, you at protests and booty popping at them, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> and then and then in the end, you get to you're sitting on a throne. Right. OK. <laughs> in your favorite position. I don't know. Legs spread out. I don't know. Uh-huh. High and, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or, and and, you know, and then it's just like only men are allowed at this show. And they after they see and really get to know you by looking at all the art pieces, they get to meet you in the flesh. And, you know, they come to you and tell you why you need to date them. Oh, God, what a beautiful art show. I'll what curate it. What a beautiful it. art show. Also, I could just envision the amount of rejection I would get. Just like they get to the end and they're like, ugh, not <laughs> <What>? for me. <laughs> no. She's just too available. Not for me. <laughs> That's not true. Like, there's a line of people trying to court you. And I will curate it. Curate the hell of it. Look at me. I'm an art gallery owner. Look at <laughs> look at my look. You do look like an art gallery owner. You're wearing, I think, a New Works jumpsuit and then like <laughs> this like Sherpa brown coat. And then you've got your beautiful haircut. Yeah. I see this. A quirky gallery owner. Yeah. So I dream I dream art show. You know, I'm always trying to Maybe it's back to like the game show days, you know, but like sometimes those shows work. That kind of thing works. I don't know. Like love Maybe. is blind. I like it. Let's fucking do it. Atsuko, we've come to the end. I have a question. I've asked, I think I asked you this last time. I don't remember the answer. Would you date me? A hundred percent. Yes. That might've been your answer from last time. Well, <laughs> it's nice that you would date me. I really would like you to speak to your husband tonight to see if there's anyone in your lives that you can set me up with because it's coming to the end for me. I'm <laughs> I'm getting too old. I need to find somebody before I die by myself. <laughs> yes, 100%. No, not tonight. I'm not waiting until tonight. I'm right after we get off, remember? I'm going okay. in the streets and yes, talking. Yes, go head to the streets, please. <laughs> okay, well, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, wait, what do you want to promote? Your special. It's on yes. HBO currently. Yes, you can watch it on HBO or HBO Max, whichever you want, one you have a password to. Uh, it's called The Intruder. And I'm sure it's so dang funny. I actually think I'm going to watch it after this. 
Okay, if you like this episode of Oh, I Want You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you write me something nasty hitting on me, but no pictures, Mars doesn't want that, I will read it out loud and you have to hit on me in a nasty way. This person said, Hi, Nicole, I feel really terrible for you having to read that terrible Shakespearean message on the episode with Cola Scola. So I wanted to give you a (laughs) fun, easy read for a change. Here (laughs) it goes. I'll munch on your pussy till it smiles at me. Tee hee. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. <laughs> That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by. Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.